When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve. Friday edition of the show. Woo! Super excited. It's the end of the week. It was a short week. Yeah, it was a short week. It was a really short week. It's already Friday. It's great. It's the weekend. It's negative 20 out. Yeah, there is that. Tell you what, it's impressive, too. There was there was not a delay for the kids getting out to school, hanging out wow. at the school bus. I'm <laughs> just, surprised. Just go. We've trusted you. You seem to do well. It's it's pretty brutal. Just go. It's painfully cold. Yeah, 20 below that's... air temperature is aggressive. Don't care how long you've lived in Minnesota. That's That'll get your attention. Mm-hmm. Do we need I, ski masks? Mm-hmm. I feel like I need one sometimes. Yeah. yeah. When that wind hits... Gloves. I don't have any gloves. I'm Donna, This is yeah. what I just did. This I don't have is... a scarf. I don't have a hat. I just put on a coat and walk out the door. This is we're not doing Minnesota right. No. You know? And it's I've been here eight years now and I just layered up with some winter gear that I've been meaning to get. It's amazing how much better you feel about the the weather when you are properly prepared. We're indoor people. I know we are Donna. But I still got my ear covers. I got my new gloves that are coming. I got my loaded up on wool socks. I've got none of that. It doesn't even occur to me. <laughs> the amount of times that I've had to say to somebody, do you have gloves? And no one, no other Minnesotan has ever said, oh, I don't have gloves on right now. Well, I didn't. I lose my gloves. So That's if I'm lucky that I have one or two unmatching gloves or like two left thumb gloves, yeah, yeah. it's fine. I'll do it. You know? <laughs> You know that wearing a hat has never been my thing, right? Like for weather. Yeah. I mean, for fashion, yes, but for weather, no. And then you realize when you put one on, wow, this is a game changer. It makes you so warm. The one with the ear flaps, Donna. I gotta get one of those. When I put one of those on, oh my word! Then you're kind of excited to stand outside in the bitter, bitter cold for a few because you're like, look, my ears aren't gonna fall off. You know, the first time that I. I did this, uh, like, 2015. We had a polar vortex that was just, you know, brutal. So the feels like it was 40 below. And I had done a thing with Kelly and Michael at the time, way back then. Wow. I spent 10 minutes outside. I get back into the van, and I didn't have any hat on. Because <gasps> I was like, I want to, you know, it's my hair. I don't want to, like, <laughs> I don't Your look good hair. at hats. So then I get back into the news van right afterward, and suddenly my left ear felt really hot. Oh no. And then it felt like my best guess was is my ear bleeding right now? Oh, Cuz no. it almost felt like something running down. Friends, that was called frostbite. Frost, it's frost nip. <laughs> oh, I see. I got frost okay. nip, which is they nip just before they bite. 
And oh, uh, yeah, it was fr- and it was like 10 minutes outside. Oh, and so yeah. I learned the importance of covering your ears when you're outside in some really cold I'll weather. I'll still take this over, you know, 95 degrees any day. I just hate summer and I, I hate being despise. hot. Oh, I do. No, I I'd rather be cold disagree. any day. I hate humidity. It's a real bear. I would. I. I think I do hate humidity more than I hate heat. Bitter, bitter cold. And I think the reason is because Don, when it's like when it looks nice outside, but then you step outside and it's sticky and damp, that makes me more upset than right now. I look outside and I know that's uninhabitable. Yeah. So I don't have a mind mind trick, but you, Don, would prefer oh, the yes, heat over the cold. The heat, yeah. Mm. I mean, in Southwest Missouri, sure. the summer before I moved here, we had a hundred days of over a hundred degrees. Mm, hail no. Mm-mm. And I was yeah. doing outdoor theater, and I passed out on. Oh, see. Oh my gosh, that's awful! I had just been killed because I was playing Caesar. Oh, so, so I was actually on the ground. I had oh, been okay. stabbed, and then I woke up like five minutes later when Brutus was still doing her speech. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> yeah. and, and then when like, they picked me up, she the is. dude picked me up to carry me off to the ambulance. No, just at the end of uh, we had a, you know, I was Caesar, she was Brutus, and you know, and then I'm like revived, and I'm like, oh, I was passed out up there on that wow. slab of concrete. Wow. Don. Fun times. Be yeah. careful That's the last role I game. played. <laughs> oh, <is that> right? <laughs> <laughs> it up Caesar. oh yeah. man. Yeah, weather. It's a real thing, huh? Sure is, yes. guys. Yeah, uh, but I would prefer the heat, I'd say, because I'm I guess more used to it. It doesn't scare me as much as um the cold, cold. Yeah, yeah, could really kill you. Yeah. It's could, true. Could, could kill you. And welcome to the show today. Yeah, yes, hi, uh, let's start off on a low note. <laughs> Speaking of things that could to kill go you, is up. we continue with uh, more COVID Omicron news as it relates to, it's just taking out late night show hosts right yeah, now. Yeah, the third late night host uh, has tested positive for COVID. First we had Fallon, then we had Seth Meyers, now we have James Corden. So production on his show is canceled. I don't think they come back for like, I don't know, a week, mm-hmm. I think. And then uh, Hoda Kotb has COVID right now. Al Roker and his family had it over the holidays. I saw that John Mayer has it right now. So everybody's getting it. Everyone's getting it. Everybody's getting it. You know, Rudy Gobert is an NBA player who you might remember that name because he was the NBA player who first tested positive on that fateful day in March of 2020 that once it was announced he was positive, the league had no idea what to do and shut down the league that night. And then it there was, was the dome, right? The bubble, the yeah. Bubble at and, then the, and then they did the bubble when they tried to revive the season. Although I was reading an interesting thing, Rudy Gobert just got COVID again. Oh, wow. And they were talking about how far we've come because uh, two years ago when he got it, the NBA had no protocols in place, of course. It was brand new. They didn't know what to do, and they shut the season down for, I think, 60 days or so. There was just wow. there, was, there, was, there were no sports. And they said, now, how far we've come, he'll probably just miss a couple of games, and then he'll be back. Because all these sports, uh, these sports leagues, sports talk, they are shortening their protocol time. and their, So it used to be, oh, you got to stay away for this long, and now it's five days, and... Yeah. So anyway, they were they were doing that and saying, "Look how far we've come." But I thought, boy, Twilight Zone to hear that Rudy Gobert, the first NBA player to get it, got it again. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Be careful a out thing. there. 
Take care of yourselves out there, folks. Uh, hey, we will take care, good care of you today. We got a real good show here. Three hours, Earth <laughs> on the radio. Oh, uh, coming up today, it's a Friday. So we do the Slow Jam, which so many of you love. That's at 1130, hour three, if you listen on the podcast. Rocco slows Donna and me down at half speed, and we sound like total, total idiots. Mm-hmm. 1030, we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, how about this? When we come back, it's kind of like a little Money Monday news here and things that make you go, huh? The creator of the ATM, he wanted the pin entry that you have to do every time that you try to use the ATM to be different than it ended up being. And the reason is because his wife was bad at something. Ha! <laughs> See if you might be able to sniff this out. We'll tell you about that. Other things that make you go, huh? When we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. So one of your New Year's resolutions is to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you start? How fit are you? Are French fries a vegetable? Right now, the Y is offering a new member fitness assessment. Yep, this means you meet with a certified personal trainer who measures your current fitness and well-being and then gives you a personalized plan to achieve your goals. Joined by January 12th, and enrollment is $0. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. With no further ado, let's get to this. The inventor of the ATM wanted to uh, set up the pin situation a little differently than it is. He wanted to use six-digit pins. But when he ran the idea by his wife, woman shaming, she could only remember four digits. Mm. And because of her so-so memorization skills... The standard has been four digits ever since then. But may I give you a tip? Sure. Her buddy on the show getting tipsy? Do you know that you can do an ATM pin longer than four now? Oh, I did four not is the know standard. that. You absolutely can. Makes it harder to crack. And I don't want to get too personal, but I have a debit card. And my pin is longer than four digits. Really? It sure is, Donna. I like this. Do you request this? How do you do this? You got to talk to a banker. They take you into a back room. Why do you want a longer pin? No, you just, Uh-oh. when you set up your pin, you just choose. Just keep putting numbers in if You're you want to keep kidding. putting numbers in. Yeah, so I have a six-digit pin. Wow, why don't you just tell them your blood type while you're at it, Steve? I'm O positive. Me too. Does that mean what? we're universal donors? Yeah, or you guys recipients? are like super special. Really? Yeah. Thanks. An O, well, O negative, I think, is more rare, right? I thought O positive was one of the most Yeah, common. I mean, just O. Oh, really? I, I think we're the so. universal donor. Oh, you're something we're heroes. special. You're we're something heroes. special for sure. Steve, you could give me blood. Oh, God, you guys could give each other kidneys. Yes. <laughs> oh, bone marrow. Except remember, my brother Scooty has one horseshoe kidney oh, instead of right. two separate kidneys. Oh, you gave so. him part of your kidney. No? I can't. No one. No one ever will. If his kidneys fail, he'll die. God damn it! Hi, how's it going? Oh, Happy just, Friday. If he's is he the one in the video with you doing the uh, the when you guys were doing the oh gosh, what's it called? Um, no, nope. That's Josh. That's jo- Josh. Yeah, he looks a little bit like you. Yeah, yeah. Scooty okay. looks more like me. Okay. But, yeah, he's got a horseshoe kidney, so he looks more like me on the outside, but our insides are very different. Does your mom call him Scooty? No. Okay. Uncle, He is known as Uncle Scooty. He used to be called Scooter. My dad called him Scooter. His name is Scott. So it was Scooter, and then I once watched this 
I think it was on the Andy Milanakis show on MTV. Oh Anybody remember God. that? Yes, no. I have the DVD set. It's my show, I'm Andy Milanakis, not your show, I'm Andy Milanakis. So it was funny. Huh, he was and I believe there was a separate sketch within that um, about, you, you know, cooties, like, ooh, don't touch me, you'll get yeah. cooties. Yeah. And then they made a joke about they were called chooties because they were cootie like scabs on your skin that then they peeled off and boxed them and packaged them and sold them as a snack food that's right and what so, are you talking about right now i, I oh understand gosh. it sounds weird it's more explanation won't help he did like stunts on the man show he was mm-hmm. like this super funny kid and then he got his own show on mtv and one of the sketches was for chooties okay. and so the and then like the this, the the catchphrase was chooties so then i started calling scott scooty and that's how Scooty came to be. Oh, cute. Glad you asked. Like, he doesn't have enough problems. He has a horseshoe kidney. Horseshoe kidney. And his foot was run over when he was in eighth grade. Tire ran over his foot, ground his ankle into the pavement. What? Had a hole in his ankle, compound fracture. He had to get a, uh, uh, he's got like a hamburger on his ankle now. And had to get all sorts of stuff pulled out of his thigh to go down to the ankle. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Scooty! See? It's kind of fun. Nickname. When you say it. Speaking of meat, very quickly. Uh Oh, Oh, jeez. Speaking of meat. Well, his ankle. It was. Uh, Yeah, I know. I was there, too. You know the deal. deal. You look down and you just see. Oh, yeah, your accident. Cottage cheese coming out of your Donna! Next to your bone. What? Lord, please. Sweet Lord in heaven, you have to warn somebody before you use that reference. But you've been through it. Yeah, I get it. You should do. Speaking engagements based on this. <laughs> okay, real okay. quick on meat. Then okay, <laughs> this is great. I listen. No, no, no. This is gonna be helpful because the my talkers are so smart. I, I had this discussion with my wife this morning, and I said, "I'll ask. I'll ask my talkers. They'll know. How long can you leave meat in your refrigerator that you purchase from the store? I got meat to chuck roast on mm-hmm. Tuesday. Okay. How long?" Can I keep that meat in my fridge? Because my plan is to make the chuck roast tomorrow, that's Saturday. Oh, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah, I would wait after Sunday. I wouldn't. Try yeah, it. after like, like six seven, days, six. Yeah. But yeah. my question that I'm trying to figure out is: it all based on the sell by date? Because let's say that the sell by was one eight, and that one eight would be like Saturday. Then you get like a five to seven day run after the sell by date, don't you? But then Lou started saying, "Are the refrigerators different at grocery stores?" I said, "They can't be. They're open air. You could just you you got half the human air coming in at them." She said, "Well, maybe the air's colder underneath. If anyone has worked in grocery, or is a meat or meat specialist, email us. Don and Steve show." Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You can tweet us. I need to know. Moving on. Mm. Wasn't that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that 13 years ago today... In 2009, Meryl Streep's version of Mamma Mia won Best Song from a Soundtrack at the People's Choice Awards, and Flo Rida took the hip-hop category for making all the girls dance with the song Low. That happened 13 years ago. Sure, sure to get low, 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 low. low. Also, mm. on this day in history, Katy Perry took the pop category there with what song? Uh, the California Girls. No, I Kissed a Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia Keys won uh, with uh, the favorite R&B song with No One. Kid Rock, your boy, Donna, your type, Donna. Whatever. Won favorite rock song with All Summer Long. You remember that? Yeah, I love that song. We play that on country music, yeah. For sure. But did you ever play Ba with the Ba Um, on Hee Haw? No, but I did have a career prior to Hee Haw where I worked at a hip-hop station in Texas. (sighs) We called it a churban station. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So a CHR, CHR urban, urban leaning station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does CHR mean, though, ladies? Uh, uh, contemporary, contemporary hit, hit radio. Okay. radio. That's okay. what uh, top good old 40. friends across the hall are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're top 40. Yeah. AC, hot AC. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. You ever heard that term? AC, adult contemporary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you have okay. a hot AC... That's a little more hipper. Yeah, it's, it's like leaning he, more towards CHR, but not quite. And AC is just doctor's office. Yep. It feels like if you said you worked for Light a turbine station today, you would get fired. Or, <laughs> or canceled, right? Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, yep. 16 years ago, Pink married motocross racer Carrie Hart in Costa Rica. Oh. 16 years ago. Wow. Uh, random fun fact on this day in 1927, 95 years ago, the Harlem Globetrotters played their first game in Hinkley, Illinois. Hmm. Not Hinkley, Minnesota. That would have been fun. It hmm. is Globetrotters Day today, too. Uh, that must be why. Yeah. Huh. Sugar Ray Brown, or what's it called? Sweet Ray Brown? Sweet Baby Brown? Oh, yeah. Sweet Baby Brown? Hey, guys, I watched a... Um... I watched a movie last night called (laughs) The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, I'll tell you what I thought about that. And Steve started watching another show. We'll get to that, too, coming up. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are joined by the lovely and talented Dawn McLean. Hello. Hello. Until uh, 10 o'clock when DJ Rock Lobster takes over. Uh, I've been hearing a lot about the eyes of Tammy Faye on HBO Max, starring Jessica Chastain as Tammy Faye Baker. And I thought, you know, I'm going to check it out. It's two hours long, uh, again, on HBO Max. And... Steve, did you? Well, Dawn, you're probably very familiar with Tammy Faye Baker, right? Oh, yes. Steve, do you remember all of this? Not really peripherally. When news of this movie came out a few months ago, though, I did watch an interview portions of that they did with Ted Koppel 
on yes. Nightline yes. in the heat of the controversy. Yes. Okay. And he was trying to pin them down and say, could you do me a favor and answer the questions without getting lost in all different quotes from the Bible? Yes. And then immediately they did exactly what he asked them not to do. And then he's like, guys, could we please not do this? Yes. Oh, geez. Oh, man. So I remember living through this and the, um, oh, gosh, what was the woman's name who uh, um, she was on Howard Stern quite a lot. Oh, gosh. You know who I'm talking about, right? Mm. Jessica Hahn? Oh, yes. Jessica Hahn was like... Got caught up in this whole thing because she was like a church secretary. Yes, she was the one that he had the affair with. Yes, and she claims that it was not a consensual situation. Uh, just all, just so much crazy stuff that I felt like this story was kind of thin and shallow. Like I feel like something is is lacking in the storytelling that I can't pinpoint. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have dug deeper. But hmm. having said that, I will say that watching the eyes of Tammy Faye is worth it just for Jessica Chastain's performance. Oh, is that right? It That's great. Is absolutely has to be her best work wow, yet. Really? She wow. is unbelievable. And she brings something to the role that really makes you have empathy mm. and love for Tammy Faye, okay, that maybe you didn't necessarily recognize before because her makeup was so. As time went on, it just got heavier and heavier and weirder, and weirder. Like if you saw her sitting at McDonald's, you'd be like, "Oh my God, look at that woman's makeup!" Hmm. Like it, it was just. <laughs> so then she became this caricature of herself, you know. When deep down she was like this, this naive compassionate woman hmm. but caught up in this story of of her and her husband um jim baker becoming these televangelists that um created this uh evangelical like empire christian ministry broadcasting network they even attempted a theme park i believe <sighs> It's, I mean, oh, yeah, Lord. like set up like Jerusalem, like just oh. this crazy over the top stuff. Come to Bible Town. It's his birthday today. He's 82. Is that right? Yeah, Jim and Baker. you can see him in Branson, Missouri. He still has a show going on there. Does he really? Yes, so he's out of jail. Jim Baker. He, okay, oh, of course. And he hates me. He said that my broadcast was directly from the devil. No. Okay, say more about that. Yes, please. Let's stop. <laughs> well, we talked about shop. his uh, business because the Jim Baker show is you can go to the show, the live show in Branson. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about his um, videos that he had out because he started selling this food in buckets for uh, <laughs> doomsday preppers. And it was mm. like this slop that you could buy. And it was like food <laughs> that you could just. But he was selling. It's like, here's food for the apocalypse mm. and all this stuff and these people poor people were buying it and we called him out some things it. you know we talked about it played the videos and he talked about me specifically oh my and gosh how i was being you're the influenced devil. by the devil oh, sure man. and i was like god what a 
honor, you know? <laughs> You're like, compliment accepted. Oh, my gosh. Wow, you know my name. Anyway, I see that uh, Cindy and Mike Jacobs are joining them today to happy 82nd birthday, Pastor Jim, on the Jim Baker Show. <laughs> okay, so, thank you. Wow. All right. Uh, check that you out. You see what I mean? Branson. They're just over the top. But yeah, he, he has a new Tammy Faye, so don't worry about it. Yeah, and then she got remarried, too. Did, wasn't she like Tammy Faye Mesner? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he um, has a new wife that looks similar really i'm not surprised not that over the top but anyway so jessica chastain plays tammy faye baker andrew garfield plays jim baker he's fantastic oh my god right you're like wait what oh he's fantastic uh cherry jones is absolutely wonderful as tammy faye's mom uh vincent d'onofrio is in this place jerry falwell oh my gosh it's really worth it just for the performances even if the script maybe needed to go a little deeper. This might be a dumb question. Is it campy? Because they're they yeah. are campy. Yeah, a little bit. Is it like is it that bits. style? Yeah, yeah it's kind of like that I Tanya feel, okay. yep. that Vice feel to mm-hmm. it. But you can also feel um, sadness too while you're watching it. It's just presented in that almost like cartoonish yeah way. Um, but also there was one other thing. Oh, there's a local tie-in. She's from International Falls. Okay. So the story starts there. Oh. And they also went to school in Minneapolis at the, uh, at North Central University, I believe, which is a private Christian university. Um, yeah. So they probably don't put that in their pamphlet, do they? Whenever you're I don't know. Should I check Wikipedia Famous alum include. (laughs) Let's see here. No, no, nothing yeah. like that. Wow. Doesn't say like famous people or anything like that. Anybody can get corrupted in it. Anybody can fall, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so true. So you know what? He's probably on the straight and narrow path now. God bless him. And, yep. And don't put too much faith in any person. Yes. Right. You know? The eyes of Tammy Faye, HBO Max. Well, I'm gonna check it out. I think you should. I still want you to see Licorice Pizza. I heard you talking to yes, um, I need to see our that. buddy this morning. Yeah, Paul. I'll go to the movie and see that by okay. myself. I'd be interested to know what you wear think Wear a mask that. and all that. Okay, great. Steve, now, what's the deal with you in this TV show? Why don't you just cool it, Donna? Why don't all you, right? You're just so inconsistent. I am back on for This Is Us. This Is Us just premiered uh, on Tuesday. My wife and I watched it last night. It is the final season of This Is Us. What is it? Season six? Don't ask me. I stopped. I believe. Five or six. Uh, but Dan Fogelman, the guy who created this show. And by the way, he's also the guy behind Only Murders in the Building, another show oh, that I'm just oh, loving God. right now. Same creator. Okay. Same creator. He is, uh, he's talking about how they, you know, he's had an idea in his head, he said since the beginning, as to how they would try to wrap up this show. And it's sort of interesting now to be executing it. But I think that's a good sign for the final season of This Is Us because it always feels like most shows, I feel like a lot of British shows, aren't they just a few seasons because they tend to have a beginning, middle, and end to the overall arc more so than here in America. Television shows are like, we love it. Keep it going. Another season. (laughs) And then you get talented writers and sure, they'll still end it, but maybe they don't land the plane quite as smoothly as they could have. This Is Us, I think, might be different. So it's going to be an 18-episode run. There will be no rerun weeks, which I like that. 
It just hits the ground beginning of January, and it's going through, I think, May 22nd. So we will get 18 consecutive episodes. You know, one thing that they're doing right now is where they are in the timeline of This Is Us is Mandy Moore's character as the mother is older and is battling dementia. Mm. And they it was an interesting perspective sort of inside of what dementia might feel like as it begins to set in. Oh, wow. Because she was telling a story. This isn't a big spoiler. Don't worry. She's telling a story. And she said, you know, my dad and I, we used to ride the train. And then at the end of the ride, we would go to the very front car. And then we would walk through every car until we got to the last one. The, um, the, and she starts doing that. She can't think of the word. And then for the rest of the episode, you see her go from, she's telling a story to this sudden insecurity and fear of crap. It's happening again. Yes. And then she's struggling through it, becomes distant in other social situations in the episode. And you hear her, this internal monologue that is happening of what is the name of that damn car? Mm -hmm. And then boom, that internal thing comes out, out loud. They're at dinner. Everybody's talking about something. Now she just burst out. Caboose! Yeah, well, she she burst out with, what is the name of that damn car? Oh. And everybody's like, Mom... And they don't know that she's been racking sure. her brain. And then finally, at the end of the episode, she figures it out. But you, this they're planting the seed for the deterioration of her memory and her cognitive abilities that will happen throughout the season. And it just made me feel empathetic for people who have dealt with mm-hmm. dementia or have yeah. loved ones who have dealt with dementia and how frustrating and frightening that experience must be. I thought they did a nice job of giving us a glimpse inside of that. Hmm. Okay. A bunch of other things. The first time he had a panic over the word. Uh, That was the word he He was trying to find record. That round thing that's, it's black and oh God, what? And he, you could tell he was very nervous, very nervous. He was like, uh, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's round. And we're like record. He was like, yes, yes, a record. And then we were like, gosh, that's terrifying. Mm. Right, and then it that is exactly the way it's like. Well, boy, it sounds like they portrayed it really well then. They really did. But don't you think there are instances in everyday life where you just can't grab that word? Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And it makes me worry. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course, that would only be natural. But, wow, okay, so that's A bunch of other storylines that are floating around as well, of course. But, boy, they they do a nice job. And I don't know. I'll listen closer next episode. I don't know if there's ever a scene without music. Oh, interesting. Oh, There's always some level, it seems, of background music that works. So anyway, um, I'll see if that's an official thing. I'll do my research. All right. This is us, final season. It would be annoying if you realize that, and then you're like, I don't need you to tell me how I feel by music. I like being told how to feel. I like that. I (laughs) want to be emotionally manipulated. Yes. I don't want to figure out what I was supposed to be thinking. By the way, I also watched an episode of The Connors last night, just randomly. Oh. It's still good, right? Still good. Yeah. Still good. We hadn't seen it in a while, and it was like, oh, wait, they're not together anymore? It was sad. Is uh, Katie Seagal still on? Uh, she wasn't on last night. Oh, okay. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Steve. No, no. Stop it's my it. privilege All to right, serve. you guys. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just love when these things come up. There's a cat that's going viral because of its resemblance to a late, beloved uh, rock star. Oh, boy. 
Did you already look at it? I'm looking no. at it now. Okay. I haven't looked at it. Steve, you got to link it up for everybody I will. I so will. they can see it as well. I'll tell you who it is. And uh, and then Steve's got a story about Shonda Rhimes and a term that she really hates. That a lot of you probably really like. Mm. We'll tell you about it when we come back, Donna. Hey, good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. If you see something, you should say something. I saw something super cute. Get ready for it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay. Uh, There is a photo of a really cute cat going viral right now because it looks like Freddie Mercury. Okay, let me click on this. Oh, my God. That really looks like Freddie Mercury. Of course, lead singer of Queen. uh, No longer with us, but holy cow. Maybe he's in the cat. Maybe he's reincarnated as a cat. May I say something controversial? (laughs) Okay. When you describe this cat as really cute. Oh, you don't think he's cute? I don't know. This is a novelty situation. He looks like he has... A piece of electrical tape underneath his cat nose. (laughs) Thick black piece of electrical tape. And I think that this would be... Like, it's cute when you see it in a picture. Oh, it's funny. It looks like Freddie Mercury. But if that was your cat every day, and you came home from work, Donna, long day, serving the community... (laughs) I would make my whole day. And then this gentleman, or lady, lady, I don't know, know. looking at you with a thick Tom Selleck-like mustache... (laughs) Is that other guy? Is he a movie critic? What is he? He has a black oh, mustache. I know you're Gene Shallot recently passed Thank away. Thank you. The Today Show movie critic. Yes. It's hilarious. I mean, that would wouldn't that brighten your day every time you walk I in the door so. to look at that? I love look at it. Gene Shallot. That I is love him. Gene Shallot. Yeah, please do right now because you're gonna love oh, it. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. I mean, oh my it, gosh, I'm sorry. He's still alive. Oh my gosh, Steve. There I am saying you people have passed. Him. I did this. No, no, no. He's still alive. He's still alive. He's 95. 95. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, and he's fully gray now, which of course you would expect that at 95, but I say that because there's one picture of fame movie critic Gene Shallot with oh, yeah. gray hair. Yeah. Wow. What a mustache. Uh, in 1926. I remember. I, how could you forget this guy from the Today Show? Yeah. Wow. What a must. Holy crap. <laughs> He's like half of his face. Unbelievable. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to have your thing be just let your hair go bananas <laughs> and your facial hair be so, so distracting that we yeah. just couldn't imagine you without um, it. I'm seeing him as an old guy. Yeah. You oh, see it? Gray, yeah. With oh, the gray? Wow. He, he's like a. He's like a he's nutty like a walrus. professor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the cat. Okay. Oh yeah. Me too. Um, cat is super cute. Very it's linked up on the show links page if you all want to look at this. Highly unusual markings. Borderline cute, borderline creepy cat. It could be a burst effect, Steve. Okay. Why don't be like say that. that. Well, don't shame Donna. this poor cat. I love oh. bald cats. Oh, Don. I love those. That's why Dinosaurs. Jim Baker said that you're influenced by the devil. 
Only Satan herself would want a bald cat. That's like Dr. Oh, Evil no. stuff. Oh, you could Lord. always put a sweater on it. Oh, gosh. A hairless cat? Oh, Imagine so if you had a hairless cat and then this Freddie Mercury cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. Does Lord it, if heaven. we have any listeners who have hairless cat, please send us pictures. From your lair. Because part of the problem, I don't have a cat anymore. I don't have cats anymore. No, I know. But uh, part of the problem was the hair. I just couldn't it's a lot. handle all it's the too hair. Much. But you have a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier. Yeah, and it how's that shed, guy? Right? He's doing fine. He's. I think he's slowly rebounding. Okay. It is weird when you hear a dog actually sniffle. Oh. I didn't even know they were capable of sniffling. Well, sometimes they do that backward sneeze thing, too, where they can't catch their breath. Is that what he's been doing? Yeah. So what I do is I go, you know, you're going to think I'm a weirdo, oh, no. but Here I, we go. I go up to his nose and I put my mouth over it and Sweet. I blow Donna. air and then he stops Donna. and then you rub it, their neck to rub their neck while you're blowing air into his nostrils. <laughs> I want to give it you works. more time to keep talking about this because yeah. I know that listeners are doing the same thing that I'm doing. <laughs> Backward sneeze. Yeah. And, so wait, so my dog has been doing this thing like, <laughs> Like this, wrap it in a row, and you're telling me at this point, I should open mouth, resuscitate Here's what him. I would say. Yours might have kennel cough. I might if, have kennel cough. Mean? If I, you take it to a kennel, and oh, it's just this very contagious a... thing. You know, it's like daycare. But Steve, I would Google or YouTube backward sneeze and how to handle it and see if it's the same thing that your dog is doing. As long as he's not throwing up anymore. Just to be clear. For context, and I think it's important in this moment, <laughs> the same woman who is now telling us to open our mouths, mm-hmm. put them over the dog's nose. Well, you don't have to like and open. to blow. Excuse me, and to blow air into the nostril is the same woman who said, "If a dog attacks you, <laughs> you stick your finger in its butthole." <laughs> is that? I mean, it was what That's I'm saying. Worse than what I just actually heard. correct or <laughs> yes. not? Yes, you can stop the attack by disarming. The dog. So or you're just you hitting any orifice. Its, you could also lift its back legs, but it'll probably still turn around and try to bite you. Listen, I'm a survivor. <laughs> okay. I just Googled the reverse sneezing dogs, what it looks like and what to do. Okay, what does it okay. say? Did I mean, it say French Fisher dog at a, any point? This, this is, is a YouTube video. Okay. And um, I... I mean, I'm not sure. I hope he doesn't cuss anywhere here, but I can play it or not. You sure. Choose, yeah, or you guys yeah. 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 Okay. Let's, let's just dip in here. That we have, you know, how we're trying to expel something from our nostrils. Dogs can get this if they're trying to expel something. Also, they get this on several different other ways. One of it could be just a change in temperature, a sudden drop in temperature, maybe going from outside to inside. He sounds like he can actually cause this. He might have kennel calls. Hold on. Well, that method would work. It seems like it'd be a little tricky for me to do that. One what is it? Some other tips that I've found. Is so he kind of French kissing head, the dog at any point, Don? Hold their head and blow into a nostril. So you hold one nostril. <laughs> so they're only breathing in and out. It's of a French single nostril, which helps uh-huh. to kind of. Uh, get rid of that excitement that's kind of in their throat that's causing that reverse sneeze. I don't know how well that method would work. It seems like it'd be a little tricky for me to do that with one actual fellow. Okay, but. so it's the same concept. You just lightly blow in, in their face mm-hmm. so that they're getting more oxygen and then rub their neck. Just rub their neck pretty, like, you know, quickly. It's a Boston Terrier, sorry. Oh, it's just a baby boo. Oh. Anyway, you're welcome. Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> 
hates this phrase, and it's a popular one. I don't know, is it? She Oh, it is. Yes, indeed. Haven't you seen the shirts and the memes mm-hmm. and all of that? Yeah. She hates the term girl boss. Mm. And she says, quote, I think the girl boss archetype is bullcrap that men have just created to find out another way to make women sound bad. It's a nice catchphrase to grab a bunch of women into one group. But this, you don't ever have that with men. It's not like, oh, hey, this is what men are doing right now. She's a grown woman. Yeah. So anyway, Shauna Rhimes, if you say girl boss, Shauna Rhimes is telling you to stop. It's because you guys are threatened by us. Donna. Uh, we're taking over the world. Who run the world, girls? Bye, Don. Have Bye. a good weekend. <laughs> you too.